0: This is your Frederick Real Estate Update, a conversation about the regional real estate market with tips for buyers and sellers. Your hosts, REMAX Results Darren Ahern and Presidential Bank Mortgages Terry Kernan.
1: Hey folks, welcome back to your Frederick Real Estate Update. I am Darren Ahern with REMAX Results, bringing you 20 years of experience now. I just crossed over that anniversary threshold and i also have the man with me who has all the money at presidential bank mortgage mr terry kernan hey buddy how we doing
0: good good good
1: how are you yeah very good very good we got through the turkey stuff a little bit now right pretty much yep
0: yep. we're doing recording but by the the time everybody
1: really truly hears this they will have had some turkey and all the goodies i hope no one's turned out like clark griswold and company on the uh that is the best movie to watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. How many times have you seen that, Terry? <laughs> I've
0: seen it a couple. A three. couple? Three.
1: Come on, what three times? All right, <laughs> three. What's, you got almost at least three. My kids have learned it is the tradition of all traditions. Every single year, we got to watch it, and the funny thing is, with dad stuff, all of my boys know exactly what parts on the bus bust out laughing, and they get their cell phones out. And they get their little selfie. They get ready to take a picture of me as their dad because they want to be able to remember that forever. What's your favorite part in that? You remember? Uh,
0: I'd have to say the uh, light competition.
1: The light competition.
0: Or when uh, Eddie's. Um...
1: <laughs> the crapper? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, when Eddie's <laughs> taking care of the uh, RV.
1: Yeah, he's taking care of it All right. Uh, One of my favorite parts is when that squirrel comes jumping on out of the tree. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into real estate. Now that everybody's had turkey and all that, it is cranked up and crazy. All right, Terry, I'm going to do the numbers really fast here. Inventory, we're down. Everybody was eating turkey. That's why. Actives, well, we got offers in, and now everybody took a break. Hiatus for a minute. 428 total actives, 252 of the resale, 57 days on the market. Last week, we were at 53. That's what happens when you have a holiday, Terry. Okay. 57 days, seventy five average price point median, and new construction down to 176, which is above the average still a little bit.
0: Way above the
1: yeah, average. Yeah, it is, because normally, what, 140, 150? We're at 176. So, hmm. That's going to be interesting to see what happens with that number coming up into the next year. Coming soon, 48. Uh, we were at 39, so we got some people getting teed up. I have about... Uh, I just got two new new listings getting ready to come on in the next week or so, and probably two in the mid or end of December or New Year's. So I got about four or five coming on the way, and I know I'll have more after that. So it's not bad. It's not bad. So, okay, good. Yeah. Um, pending under contract sales, uh, 524 is under contract, 319 in the last 30 days. So as we said, that number will slow down to the low um, I would say probably next month in December will be, um, I'm going to guess that's going to be the low, pretty mm-hmm. much. Or January, actually, because of the time delay. I'm going to say around the second week of January, we're going to look at the last 30 days sold properties. And if that goes under 300 I win the booby prize, all right? And then it's going to just crank up from there. I can promise you that sold to list price ratios is 98.6 we are just holding on tight so that's really kind of good news um i think what's happening is there's because of a lack of inventory and a still relatively high amount of buyer demand even with the interest rates and everything else going around us the bottom line is though two those two numbers mix well enough to say hey we're not seeing, you know, sellers having to come down too much crazy in price to get an offer. Usually it's a 3% tweak if they started correct to begin with, maybe 5% at worst, but these numbers are reflective. And the other thing is that still has new home construction built in there. Uh, next week, I think I'll try to take that out to see what's that difference. I forgot to do that because I have had somebody ask me to do that. So there are the numbers, Terry. All right. Any thoughts on that?
0: Well, um, usually this is a very, very slow time of the year. Once, you know, we get past, once we hit Thanksgiving from now until January, you know, it's usually much slower than usual. Now, I did see a pickup in applications in applications yeah. over the last 10 days, Good. which made a big difference. Um, but my projection is that that's going to even slow back down. But what brought on, because I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, It's nice to get this new... A little surge. A surge. A little
1: bit of it, yeah, like, hey.
0: And um, so it kind of goes back to what's making people get back into the market. And two things is, one is they're getting ready for the spring. Uh, But number two, I truly believe that the... um, that the steadiness, the calmness that has come into the mortgage market, okay, rates are not going up on a daily basis, um, stability. OK, and I've said before on the show, I can sell stability all day long. Yep. It's good. volatility that is very, very tough to sell. Yep. So I think once the and, and my prediction was once stability reaches the market, once people know what that target is, then they're going to be OK with moving forward. But when it was absolutely crazy, it, it almost felt like the phone stopped ringing for like three weeks.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um,
0: and, and and so that is a good sign that we're starting to see. Now, are people complaining about the rates? Actually, they're not. They're they're not as much, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I was going to say, all my buyers that I'm working with, uh, they're seeing six and three quarters, and they're kind of like, okay, fine, all right, it is what it is. It's down a little from where it was, and the chance of it going up is there, and let's go ahead.
0: Yeah. Yep. And, and, and like I heard one realtor say, you know, he, he said to me, you know, he, he's preaching, marry the house, date the rate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so that's a pretty good uh, analogy because, um, you know, everybody feels that the rates are going to come back. But the best thing that we've seen is that stability. And there's nothing really that I see happening in December. Now, we are going to see a, a, a rate hike. Okay. So, yeah. So, so not everybody... Know- we just know the details out. But, yeah yep. but Don't it'll freak out, probably but it's it'll probably be a half a point hit if huh. i was if i was in charge i would do a half point hit uh because that would signify to you know it's all about the confidence all it's you know anger breeds anger yep. fear Getting breeds better. fear yeah so so i think that we're going to be steady here um and i think we're going to be you know waiting for january so you know, you know the people that are putting their homes on the market you know, I don't think they've truly missed the boat. Right. No. That's my feel.
1: No. And as far as price, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, I had asked you the big question. Like, I've, um, this is pretty interesting. This is good to know the barometer of what how are buyers buying, what are they utilizing as far as loan types now because of the changes and with closing costs and the holding yards and the buy-downs and all the things we've covered. Um, it's a fair question, I guess, at this point, now that we've had some time to work through the changes— Out of 100 loans that you do, what percentage is conventional USDA, VA, FHAs, the buy-downs, all those good things? What are you seeing as far as how we're seeing that? Because as you know, nine months ago or a year ago, we almost saw no VA loans and no FHA loans and no USDA loans because they just couldn't compete. So now that that's flipped on its head pretty well at this point, what are you seeing?
0: So let's talk about the national averages, because what I see is in our market, and we're probably getting a little—so we get more USDAs in our market than we do. Uh, We get an okay amount of VAs. We're not a VA-heavy market, but we do get a fair amount of FHAs that are coming in and that people are— and Those through. are
1: mostly first-time home buyers, right? Like FHA or someone with lower credit or something like that. Somebody maybe.
0: with ding credit, yeah, um, is kind of the FHA yeah. buyer. Uh, a lot of first-time home buyers, but but usually, if somebody has good credit, mm-hmm. then we're going to shoot for the conventional because you get a better rate and it's more um, forgiving. It's more forgiving when you have. Um, it's a stronger an credit. offer. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's a stronger offer, and it's less to deal with of any um, lender required repairs potentially and all that, right?
0: Yeah. So each week, we track the national average, and basically what we're taking a look at is is we're almost at like fourteen percent on the national average mm-hmm. is um, is FHA loans. Okay. We're running at about ten percent on VA loans. And nationally, you know, but in this area, it's a lot higher because we're in a, um, we're in a USDA rich environment, less than 1% are USDA loans. Okay. So when you add them all up, we're looking at about 26%, 27%. Where was that number six months ago? Yeah. Uh, It was probably, um, I believe it was around half Of that number, so so we're probably like one in ten, or one and a half in ten, fifteen out of a hundred, and now we're at over one in four, are are going to be a government loan, VA, FHA, or USDA. So what that's signifying is that there is less competition. Yep, less people buying, less people paying cash. So the the number one thing that we're seeing that causes the increase is that it's not that the borrowers were not there before, okay? We had these applications, but they couldn't win a contract, yep. okay? So they're still in the game. They're still in the market. Their buying power has dropped tremendously, and that's why I think that we're starting to see a drop in sales prices because the buying power for the new people that are able to buy. They were in the market six, eight, 10, 12 months ago. They just weren't able to win that contract. Yep.
1: yep. Does that
0: make sense?
1: Oh, yeah. That's okay. good. That's good. What about grant stuff? Um, what do you, what do you, what's still available? What are you dealing with, with kind of grants and all that now?
0: So grants are still available, first-time home homebuyers. Um, the best grant out there is the one that we have uh, that we use through Federal Home Loan Bank of Atlanta. We're one of the top banks, let alone branches, our branch does a tremendous amount of the Federal Home Loan Bank, and that's $7,500 <clears throat> that is forgivable for somebody that is not uh, a hero, that is not a community partner. And what I mean by that is $7,500 for me or you, if we qualified income-wise, we'd get $7,500, Okay. What we're also looking at is ten thousand dollars if you're a veteran, if you're current active military, you don't need to be a first time homebuyer in those situations. Second thing is ten thousand dollars for a firefighter police officer right but this is the this is the best part if you are uh in the university system, if you're in the school system, so let's say you're uh not a teacher, but let's say you work maintenance. At a high school and you would qualify for ten thousand because you're in the education system okay that's real big yeah. medical field let's say you're a receptionist you're not a nurse it doesn't matter if you if you work in the medical field and we can show that ten thousand dollars that's forgivable over five years okay it's a silent second which means there's nothing um, backing it. But that's the best program out there. And a single person is just under $80,000. So $79,000. So that's a nice sweet spot to be in, especially in this area, Washington County, Carroll County, Frederick County. Um, We can also do in Pennsylvania, any state in the union we can lend in, which is huge. So any state in the union, we can give this grant to. Each area is going to be a different um, income limit. Obviously, Frederick County, Montgomery County is going to be a higher limit. Yeah. So also Good. state of Maryland. State has their funds, right? State has a lot of funds, and they've That's got a the CDA lot of programs. CDA, MMP, um, Maryland Mortgage Program, and I have closed a couple people with uh, wiping out their student loan debt recently.
1: Yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's still up in the air to be able to get that done. It's huge. huge. Yep.
0: So, so wow. you can get up to $50,000 of your student loan debt wiped out, which is
1: amazing. Cause if we thought the 10 was good, this is better. Terry, that's the thing. Um, I, 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 I'll tell you what, <laughs> When I hear buyers and they said, you know, the last year, six months, two years and bought a house, then I'll say, really, what grant money did you qualify for? What grant money did you get? And they went, grant money? I didn't get any. And I said, what? There's so much available. There's so many avenues with that. No one told you about the possibility of qualifying to get some grant money and different things in play. They had know it. I can't believe how many people still out there have no idea and are not being educated on this side of things. And so it's really important, guys. So all of our listeners, everybody out there, please let everybody know. Um, talk to Terry about all the different loan stuff because this is what you do, right?
0: Yeah. And, and, the, and, and what you said is exactly true. You know, if, if all somebody has is green ties, that's all they're going to push.
1: That's it. And that's and if somebody's on the Internet, most people like to go to the Internet. They think this XYZ company on there, they're shopping the rate. They're trying to find out who's going to give this rate. And they're missing everything else that actually is a better deal than what they're being told or what they think they're going to get or it's it switches or I didn't know about this fee. I didn't know about that fee. I didn't know how this works, how it works. And the sad part is, Sarah, I've learned most people don't find out until after they've signed things and it's way too late and then they learn a lesson like oh geez or they hear our program and then they go oh man do you know how many people i've talked to in the last three four five years that have said i wish i'd have heard about you guys a year ago this would have been great i'd have had a you know i'd had this maybe a better experience all the way around i would have had better ideas or you know options or whatever and they say well you know, now you know. You don't know what you know till you know or, you you know, you figure it out. So that's good stuff. That is our present. That's our Christmas present to you. Great service, great products, great service, and everything else. So, all right. Thanks for sharing that, Terry. Life on the streets. Um, but at the end of the program, we're going to mention a lot, but we know Christmas cash for kids. That is coming up every single year on WFMD. You can go online there on WFMD.com, and basically that's where you can give. We want everybody to get involved, Terry. We're going to challenge everybody. We're going to make that announcement this uh, Monday, coming up on mm-hmm. Monday, At 5 o'clock, and so Monday through Friday is the entire time of raising those funds. We want to be helping break that record and challenge people to be above the last year's $144,181 because we have more needs than ever before. Think about it. With the higher gas prices and food prices and the relationships being broken and single parenting and jobs trying to cut back and, like, you name it, uh, the need for kids to have great Christmas presents this year and the amount of kids is probably going to be higher than we've seen in the last few years. I guarantee it. We don't know the numbers. It's a no-brainer. The bottom line is break out your checkbook, get your credit card out, and and give up some Starbucks coffee. Give up, I don't have nothing against Starbucks, but you know what I mean. Give up something, sacrifice something out there that you normally would do that you just have no problem throwing money at. And give $100, $200 towards this, and I promise you, you're going to be blessed to return down the road. It will come back to you in many, many other ways um, and all that. And there are going to be kids maybe one day they're going to thank you when you say, hey, I, I, I helped towards Christmas for Kids. And they're like, wow, I got gifts from that program. Thank you so much for helping out and supporting it. So that's where our heart is. We're going to be all about that on this Monday at 5 o'clock. All right. Life and, and I'm just yep. going to add,
0: yep. it doesn't have to be 100 or 200.
1: Oh, it could be a million.
0: It could be a million. But it could be a lot less, too. Yeah, And, and, sure. and this is going to be a tougher Christmas. Yep. And I think that what I always strive for, um, you know, I used to uh, get up in front of my, you know, church down at St. Mary's in Rockville, and I would talk about the Cardinals giving and um and I would not ask for the big bucks. I would just ask for a hundred percent participation.
1: There you go. Everybody give what give. you
0: can. Yeah. Give what you can, especially in this tough year. And it
1: adds up. That's yeah. the key.
0: And and it's the participation that that I've always said is, you know, that's key. You know, how many people can we get to participate? Uh so it doesn't have to be the hundred dollars, but uh whatever you can give, I think it's a great, great program yep. that they do here at the station. Uh, right now, you can't walk anywhere without uh, running into a toy. So I know it's awesome. It's an awesome site. <laughs> it's a um, good reminder. It's a real awesome site. So yep. Thanks
1: right. to we've the station. Good stuff. So get part of it. We'll see you guys on Monday at 5 o'clock here. We're going to talk about that a little bit more for a little bit and challenge all of our lenders and title and all my real <laughs> estate friends and everybody out there that can hear us. All right, life on the streets. Here it is, Terry. We've been talking about welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home, welcome home to Home Inspectors. Welcome home to chimney inspections and radon and well and septic and we've been it's it's like it's like the it's like Thanksgiving. Welcome home, everybody we haven't seen in a long time. Even cousin Eddie, they're here. They're they're showing up at all the stuff and um and so what that causes is the biggest thing is we want to help. I want to help everybody without there is this. The biggest thing is my side of it becomes. We already know those people are coming into the equation now. My side is welcome home strategy for sellers and buyers. Welcome home, something that you may have not thought about, considered, and doing. And the stuff that I'm going to share, Terry, is stuff that doesn't just save a couple dollars, but thousands of dollars to both sellers and buyers and uh, strategizing. So, all right. So, a couple things here. Life on the streets. Two new homes for sale I got coming on. Both took my advice. About, and I guarantee they're going to get at least a full price offer. I'm very confident unless something happens in the next week or two to our whole world and economy that we don't know about. I am very, very confident. I said to them that you're going to get the best favorable terms and conditions because of the steps you're taking, because they've agreed to a really good plan and those that have a solid game plan win. And so the bottom line is uh, coming up this Sunday, you know what tomorrow is. The Falcons are in town with the commanders. You know who likes the Atlanta Falcons, don't you?
0: I do. So I whoever
1: has the best players and the plan and the coaching and strategizing and all that, that's who's going to maybe win the game. So we'll see. By the way, are you going to be at the game? I am not. Okay, I that's not. okay. Well,
0: I uh, as of
1: now, I'm not. Okay. But you never know what's going to happen, right? You never know. <laughs> But I'm excited about it. I don't even like if to we, put
0: money into somebody's pocket there you that go. happens to own one of those teams.
1: Uh-oh. Win, lose, or draw, hey, I'm good with it. If you guys beat my Falcons, you know what I'm going to do this year? Whatever. I could have, you know, hey, it happens. But if we win, it's all good then, right? All right. Getting, uh, and then so the uh, other thing real quick, the uh, 17801 Martin Lane, I was telling about, four bed, two bath, 2,500 square feet, Point. Uh, 4.3 acres in Sandy Spring. We have offers coming in any second. I've had about nine showings, Terry, this week on that property. Three are investors. And this place is at 725000 which is a crazy blue light special. On Three are
0: investors. Huh? Three are investors.
1: Three people. Yeah, I showed it just today. One of them at 7 o'clock this morning that came from Easton, Maryland. And you know when somebody's driving two hours... You know that these are people that are for real. Game on. They got money. It's investing. They're licking their chops. It is game on all the way. It may taste better than the turkey they had. Who knows? All right. Seller strategy. Check this out. You must know, and I I mentioned a little bit about this, but I want to hit this really good because this is where we're finding. This is the way as a seller going forward in our market with whatever happens this is how you keep from being on the market too long, taking less money later, getting mad at your agent, and having not favorable terms and conditions, and being really upset at the whole world, and screaming at Clark Griswold's boss like he did on the movie. <laughs> All right, I wanted to make sure you get that swimming pool this year, guys. Here's how you get it. You must know the last homes that have been selling. You got to know their condition and price in the area, apple for apples, nothing crazy. That is apples and oranges, okay? Because this is really, this is really a key, key thing here. And even though, and because we have rates at about 6.75 or so, average in or so like that right now. Um, the number one rule going forward, Terry, as I have said one time, for every quarter of an interest rate increase, if that happens or not, if that happens, anything going above 7% from here and out. You need to be a minimum of 5% less than the last sold average homes in your area. That doesn't mean the highest lowest. It just means what is the last best three comparables? What does that average sale price come out to be with some of the inferior and superior things that we can wash out a little bit? Okay. You need to be 5% less than that for every quarter of a point going above 7% interest rates. Because that is what fluctuates and makes up the difference in the mortgage amount and all that kind of stuff to make it worthwhile to be competitive, to still get an offer as a seller. Does that make sense?
0: That makes total sense. Yep. But I'm a seller, let's say.
1: Okay. I don't want to hear that. Of course you don't want to hear it. Who does? But you're
0: telling me what I need to hear, right? Yeah. Now what I want to hear. Exactly
1: what you need to hear.
0: What do I want to hear?
1: You want to hear I want to be above the neighbor <laughs> that sold. I want I want, I want the highest price in the neighborhood. I want the highest price neighborhood. I want 30,000 above my asking price. I don't want no home inspections. I don't want no appraisals. I want cash and I want to settle in 3 weeks. And by the way, I want a rent back for 60 days for free and pizza for the next year. Okay. That's what sellers like that's la la land, but that's what was sort of happening a year ago or nine months ago?
0: Right, it was yeah, nine yeah, months. Nine months ago, so, so you're telling me what I want to hear as a seller, which is so very important. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Is it, it, because as a seller, you know, there's the unknown of what's my house going to actually sell for, and you know, in your mind, it's going to sell for. You want it to sell, obviously, for more, but you got to be a realist here. Okay. Yep. We're not in the same market that we were in just six months ago. Right. We're not. Nope. We're not. It's gone. Now, did I think that we'd be saying this six months ago? No way.
1: No. I never thought uh, I would think of this strategy and realize how vital this is going to be to stay at or ahead of what is happening in real time.
0: Yeah, because what you have is six months ago, nobody thought the rates were going to go above Five percent.
1: Exactly. We we never thought that.
0: Well, I I said you know at best we're going to be at
1: go from three to five.
0: Well, four and a half percent. Yeah, four and best. a half. at best. Yeah. I mean that 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 that's what I th- everything I believed, everything I read, everything I saw, and you know. So go on. I, but 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 my point is, you you have to tell people you do what they need to hear, yeah. and 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 people, you got to respect when somebody tells you what you need to hear. Rather than what you want to hear. Yeah,
1: and it's working. The two sellers I was talking about getting ready to do this, they they totally agree with this. They were like, it makes total sense. We see it. We've done some numbers, and we're just praying to God that rates don't go above 7%. Now, somebody may sit, now my seller said, well, Darren, what happens if rates just stay at like six and three quarters or even go down to six and a half? Can we be more aggressive with prices now? What can we do then? And I said, no. Here's the bottom line. This is the number that's going to get you an offer or multiple offers in not bad terms and conditions that you're going to be upset about because that is the strongest position to be in. And so with that being said, they said, okay, one of them said, well, what happens if we wait until um, February and March, spring market to really sell? Two more months from now. I said, that's a whole different world. Two things. We don't know what's going to happen with interest rates. We don't know what's going to happen with demand. We don't know anything. But I said, let's just say things. all things stays pretty much considered the same, Mm -hmm. but in the event that we have two or three homes pending that are getting ready to sell in your neighborhood, which they do, if they're going to sell in 30 days, we don't know what they're going to sell for. We don't know if they're giving closing help. We don't know none of that. We may have to downgrade and readjust based on those comparables that will now be the new standard. You don't like to hear it, but we may have to be 10000 less than what you're thinking today's price may work. And they were like, okay, that sounds fair. So we got less than a minute. Like I said, we're going to end up on this um, next week. Well, we're going to talk about more strategy, the best position, the current market position, worst position, And then a little bit about pre-list home inspection stuff that is so vital because I'm going to have some reports on that and why that's important that I'm just going to be getting news back this next week on one of the houses that's doing it. This ought to be interesting to see what they're going to fix, what they're not, which strategy we're going to use on that end of things because that is major Christmas cash for kids. We're on this uh, Monday, Terry, coming up 5 o'clock. Tune in, let everybody know, be listening to the program, and get ready to give. We're going to be giving, and we're going to be challenging everybody out there. So take care. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy it. It's beautiful out. Take care now on your Frederick Real Estate Update. Thanks now.
0: Looking to purchase a home or refinance your existing mortgage? If so, Lawyer Signature Settlements is here to assist you with that process. Lawyer Signature Settlements is a local attorney-owned title company with over 100 years of combined experience conveniently located in Frederick, Maryland. We are licensed to conduct closings in the states of Maryland, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. With two attorneys on staff here at Lawyer Signature Settlements, we ensure the most thorough review process paired with affordable rates, accommodating scheduling, and outstanding customer service. So next time you need to place your signature on closing documents, call Lawyer Signature Settlements at 301-695-1235 or visit us on the web at www.signaturesettlements.com. We hope to see you at the closing table. Hello, this is Terry Kernan with Presidential Bank Mortgage in downtown Frederick. And the best way to reach me always is on my cell phone at 301-639-9244, 301-639-9244. Or you can always email me at presidential.com.
1: And this is Darren Ahern from RE-MAX Results. You can reach me anytime, 240-344-1713. Again, it's 240-344-1713 or at DarrenAhern at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in to your Frederick Real Estate Update. We will see you each and every Saturday right here on WFMD at 11 o'clock.